0: Well, I Thank you for joining us as we try to
1: solve the world's problems in 45 minutes. That was rather unenthusiastic. Let's try that again.
0: <laughs> thank you for joining us as we try to solve the world's problems in 45 minutes. Okay, so we've got to work on delivery, but what the hey. Okay, all right. right. We'll so get it's, a, there. it's a beautiful Friday morning. The sky is clear we got just a little sliver fingernail of a moon off in the east on the bottom side not sure what that means well yeah that's cause that means the sun's back there it's kind of this wow funny how the physical realities work <laughs> all right so well we have an anniversary coming up here pretty quick hey congratulations well it's not the anniversary that type of anniversary oh, what kind of anniversary were we Oh, we got September 11th coming September up. September 11th coming
1: up, and they're going to be doing all kinds of stuff. This will be 10-year sure. anniversary. Yeah. Uh, and all the different places will be doing their thing.
0: Now, who? What are To Elaborate. All the different well, places will be doing Well, I what? mean, I'm
1: sure they'll have a ceremony in Pennsylvania. I'm sure they'll have a ceremony in the Pentagon. Ah. Uh, I'm sure they'll have a ceremony or
0: two or whatever at right they They'll have a dozen at ground zero. A couple of them will be in English, and a couple of them will be Christian, and, and the really. rest of them will be in mourning for the Muslim brothers who died in the plane and for all the cruelty that's been heaped upon the Muslim community in the world over the last 10 years because of this incredibly unfortunate event by four rogue young men. Or no, what was 28 young, rogue young men? Um, no, because that's ridiculous. not, yeah, because they're, they're, they, they, they weren't terrorists, they were religious zealots, or possibly just warriors, or in the wrong place at the wrong time, you know? I mean, it's funny how one minute you can be sitting in the seat, the next minute you're slashing a flight attendant's throat, you're stuck in the cockpit. It kind of reminds me of the Talking Heads song. I can just remember seeing Mohammed ah, to all, of them sitting up there going, this is not my beautiful home, this is not my beautiful wife, how did I get here? Watching the days go by, But the water for me. You know? Yeah. I mean, and no disrespect intended to the talking heads. And, well, that's okay. Nobody's going to hear it anyway. <laughs> 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 Except Fairly the sick for the faithful six. Fairly well But. Well,
1: I, I
0: mean.
1: Well, anyway,
0: that's, that's a whole other. Well, I, I guess. We'll bring up the top. Well, never mind. Shut up. Bob, sorry. Go ahead. What um, what
1: they'll be doing, I'm sure, at uh, Ground Zero, remembering the victims and and such. But um, one of the things that came out in the news is that uh, in the in the main ceremony, civic ceremony that Mayor Bloomberg is going to be sponsoring at, or a part of at Ground Zero. <laughs> There will be no clergy at all. For real? No prayers, no... ala Akbar, or whatever the Muslim people is say. Is that right? There's no Jewish participation, none at all, even though... So, I, I just... I, well, why, that, throwing that out there. that...
0: Yeah, that's for real? For real. How do you have a memorial service that means anything? Well, I guess it happens every day. I mean, not from 3,000 people being killed by terrorists, but... Wow. Well, oh, what's, okay, so what's the purpose? Too many conflicting religions?
1: No, they want to remember the victims. I mean, I guess they can sort of justify it, but... You know, I mean, I just... It's not the same. I mean, people... People go through a tragedy like that, and, and you notice... When that happened, that uh, you know, people turned for a for a, a month or two, or maybe three, and the most. They turned to God because that was their only. I mean, they, what what caused them to do that? Why Why did somebody turn? in a time like that, a tragedy. Why would someone turn to God and then six months later just turn away? What's in it inside of us that causes us? not turn to Satan or t- turn to uh you know uh, Brad and Angelina. What what causes us to turn to God in a time like that? Gambling. Gambling gambling addictions. Oh
0: okay. No, seriously. No. Everybody's hedging their bets. There's no atheists in the foxholes. That's true. Now that's an incredibly cynical way to look at it. And I really don't I, I don't believe that. I'm sure there are a few that maybe consciously make that decision, but it goes back to what we were talking about yesterday and the day before. Pretty much all our lives since we've been riding together, we've always come back to this somehow. Other another and that's there, there's a god-sized hole in each of us, mm-hmm. and for a variety of reasons, just like Jesus' parable of the, the sower and the seeds, some people recognize what that hole is. And fill it, or allow God to fill it. Open it, open it up, and say, "You're the only one. It's your hole. Come on in." And others just either don't quite get the, don't quite get it. And some may, in their own fashion, just like the, I can't think of who it is, but in the in the last battle, the last Narnia book and if, nobody's, if, you, if you're listening and you haven't read it then plug up because here comes a spoiler but at the very end the the other, the other soldier from the bad guys from the other side who was actually a, a good person a good soldier when, when he found Aslan when he recognized him he, he realized that that's who he had been with there was, he'd known him by a different name but he, but that was that was the person so there's some who who don't who have the whole who have allowed the hole to be filled but maybe they haven't heard the gospel yet they know it in their hearts because nobody told the gospel to Abraham well the gospel hadn't happened with Abraham but nobody told Abraham nobody told all the, the, the half the people back I mean how in the world did all of a sudden, people spring up that I mean that that know God, love God, are, are men and women after His heart. Except that He spoke to them. He, he spoke to them somehow, and they knew it. they were in community together. So anyway, boy, that was a whole different subject. But no, man. so there's there's people. Everybody has a God-sized hole in their heart, and some of them are filled and some aren't but everybody recognizes the whole even if it's just for a fleeting second before the water rushes in to fill up the vacuum or the the <laughs> the gossip the lies the materialism the oh gee i have to fill up my schedule with every waking second of the day to be so busy because i'm so important or i got to make Get up and make money because I only got ten million, I need another hundred thousand. Then I need another million. Then oh geez, you know whatever the hole is. And then of course you do have the the big ten, the murder, kidnapping, drugs, alcohol, and what any other kind of idol you want to throw up there. But mm-hmm. but the hole gets filled, and for just a brief moment, things like that make everybody turn around and look and see inside. And I don't think it's even so much people see inside. I think things like that are so horrific. So horrendous that in the great cosmic balance, things like that just come in and whoosh, suck out all the all the, the junk out of the hole, and it's void, and you might not even realize it was there before, but now it's like, holy cow, what is this? And so you go searching, and there's something calling you towards God, and you go, what and then either you you allow everything else to come fill it back in choke it out or go forward
1: yeah and it seems like a lot of people went forward momentarily on after September 11th and, and then kind of faded away so it, it's kind of a well kind of it is a disappointment that in a ceremony, memorializing that uh, faithful day when you know our nation was attacked um, that there won't be any remembrance of God
0: yeah but there will be in everybody's heart it's just, it's just a shame that I mean he'll be there just like he's like, oh yeah but it's a shame that the country doesn't recognize or not the country the city won't recognize him I mean that's huge. Can you imagine the founding fathers? Have and you know it's it, it was just dang absurd. Oh, um, you know, we well, know it's just absurd because just because. I mean, how do you even how, how do you even go there? Really, how do you even go there? Except a bunch of commie, liberal, pinko. Uh oh You know what the problem is, is when you start saying things like that, commie, pinko, liberal, whatever, then it makes whoever's saying that, that would be me in this instance, sound like just a, a stupid, ignorant, bigoted, Armchair quarterback and beer guzzling, watching TV. You drink beer? You know, just uh, never. Idiot. And so sometimes. No, it does. I mean, it absolutely does. That's the connotation, except for to other stupid, ignorant, bigoted beer guzzling, sitting on the couch watching TV. People are like, Yeah, baby! That's it! Go ahead. (laughs) I mean, because it does. It's just, uh, sometimes, it's just easier to be lazy in your speech than it is to actually say what you mean. And you know why? It's just like walking around the block. You never walk around the block. It's hard the first time. It takes too much energy. So you don't. But the more you do, the easier it gets, the more you do it. Same thing with speech. You don't use the, ooh, multi-syllabic words. Uh No and you know it, your, your life is made up of one syllable grunts <laughs> but, but the more you do it first time you read the King James Bible you have no clue what they're saying you read it more and more suddenly it starts flowing makes sense you understand it Shakespeare same way so therefore I'm going to have to work on my vocabulary and speech because it's there it's just 5 o'clock in the morning holding a highly technical digital piece of equipment in one hand and a cup coffee in the other and my fingers are numb from gripping the handle (laughs) it just, you know you just get lost in this stuff and then it reminds me of the Talking Heads song because I'm sitting here saying how did I get here? you are not my beautiful wife this is not my beautiful car oh although it's a very nice car I like this car recordings. As thank you, that's exactly so that's what, what it is. I'm You know, it was funny. I, I, I talked to a guy the other day, and he was talking about bolt guides. Now here we're, we're delving into work for just a second. He was talking about bolt guides. It, to make a long story short, for those of you that don't know, there are there's a piece of a piece of one of the components in one of the exit bars, which Joe and I deal with on occasion, this piece—it's a piece of plastic—and it's—it's just—it's a guide. It, it helps a metal rod stay where it's supposed to be, and it's a—it's plastic. But for a period of time now, we've been calling it space age polymer because that sounds better, and it is, and it's just kind of a joke. Well, somehow in this end user that was calling to me <laughs> it's, it's said. And these other bolt guys, it's not that Space age polymer. These are metal. These are actual metal. It's not that Space age polymer. And I had to just wipe my tongue and keep from laughing. He really said that. And he said it with a straight face, like he was in the know. Yeah, I keep going to get in front of this guy. Oh, forgive me. I'm sorry. What was I doing? No, you got it. You get, if you punch it, you can get in front of that guy. Now slam on the brakes. <laughs> Just settle on back into the rocket chair. There we go. <laughs> Woo! It's poetry in motion, artistic. It's like watching Van Gogh paint, or watching. No, it's more like watching Van Gogh cut off his ear, or Picasso paint. But Joe um, so has turned driving into an art. What
1: do
0: you do? But what?
1: So I think that uh, as you as you get farther away from a tragedy, such as 9/11, you're right in that people people's you know foundations are shaken because the money or whoever it is is their idol is taking the place of that in that God-shaped hole in in, in every
0: heart. Um, size? God's got size. Got size. Well that's pretty big. Yeah, well but I mean, other well, one no, what shape is God? See that said work. You gotta Okay. Precise. God size. Um
1: so anyway it was shaken, they went and they went to God for a short period of time and then they realized they can get everything back. And uh, So I would contend that the economy is Showing them that they can't, but needless to say, they, they did that, and uh, and they went back to to their old ways.
0: Um, they're stiff-necked people, kind of like the rest of us. Stiff-necked people. Yeah. Explain what you mean by that. Bob. Old Testament, baby. Children of Israel. Time and time again, God tells them they're stiff-necked people because they they keep they see the miracles, they watch the they watch the plagues come. They see the, the river, the, the, the Red Sea parted, they walk through on dry land, and suddenly mysterious closes on the, the enemies chasing them. And that's after they've been stuck behind a pillar of fire and a cloud. And so yeah, that, that lasts for a couple of days, and then, yeah, geez, why are we out wandering here in the desert? What'd you do to us? But it's just like us. Just like, that's human nature, where things, Go through a life-changing event, a, a, a profound, foundational change, or if, if event that touches us to the very core of our being, and we walk, we walk around in wonder, amazement, and uh, a wonderment. It's, it's just—it's a wonderment. That's a word from the Pennsylvania Dutch, I believe. But. You know, then the further away you get from it, it's you know just a fades into a into a very important place in your heart or in your brain in your consciousness. But then, you know, then something else happens. If you you get the pink notice about pay by Tuesday 5 p.m. or we're going to cut it off, or you get the email from a friend of your family saying phone's been cut off, pay the bill, or, you know, you just got the doctor's appointment coming up, or, you know, one of a, a million other things, and all that starts crowding out, but the, the it's still part of you, it's still down deep inside, but it's no longer something you dwell on, it's just not there at the forefront, and if you water it, you feed it, you keep it there, then it can become a permanent part of you, otherwise it just fades into the back Consciousness that's you recognize when the subject comes up again, but other than that, it's yeah, that's all it is. Just another event, yeah. And, and you know, I mean, it, it well, kind of, it's kind—it's death, any death. When when death happens to you, to your family, to a friend, to something, that's a world stopper, and it, it usually does for the immediate group of people who were closest to the person who died. I mean it is it's the world stops and you want to know why the rest of the world doesn't stop along with you uh-huh. and everybody for that one day when there's the funeral or the couple of days leading up to it it stops and everybody can give you their full attention and feel sorry for you and express sympathy or just celebrate the life you don't forget that but you just remember the person you can spend that time trying to just soak it all up but a lot of times I think people are Caught up in the details of the of the events and who's coming in, where, what, and when. So it's, it's you don't ever get to just sit down and think about the person until after the funeral when everybody else is gone. But nonetheless, your world stops. But then it you find out it really didn't. It was just the events in your life were all focused on this one thing. But the world kept moving and keeps moving and that's the way it should be because that's the way it has to be and you got to get back into it because you can't just sit in your chair and mourn and okay so things like this yeah they eventually they do have to take a back because you got to get on in life yeah. but it can still be there and that's what memorial services are like to about us to help us never forget that's why god hit the children of israel with all these festivals all these these events in their their daily lives, because they were surrounded by strangers in a strange land with wicked, evil customs all around, and God wanted them to stay focused on Him, and if it wasn't daily, they wouldn't. So anyway... We got to fade that, fade out eventually, but we got to bring it back and remember
1: it. So how can you remember something? A memorial service. I mean, you, know, you, you remember the fallen, but how can you do that without, without God involved? I mean, what the, what does that does that make it a an unmemorial service?
0: know well, it's a very hollow. Well okay, I mean it, it's just like for for believers, it's just silly, and it does I mean because we we realize that you can't. God is the, the God is the author of all goodness. God is love, and god is God is there, God is what, what? that event was pure evil. As President Bush so eloquently said, "Evildoers," which, by the way, straight out of the Old Testament, you can always tell a King James reader <laughs> because there's certain words that just don't appear the key, But anyway, the evildoers, and that—that's what that event was. And those who don't, who aren't completely absorbed, and are certainly not willingly sucked into the vortex of, of blackness. The only thing that, that takes that place is God. So God is a huge part of daily living. And to 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 go to an event like that where God's presence is so clear because of all the well, you know, as, as people point out, you know, how could God let this? I mean, where where was God in all this? Well, God was protecting all the the rest of the people that got out of the World Trade Center. God was doing this. God was doing all kinds of things, but. To, to go to a memorial event for an event like that and, and it's, you know, literally, eh, take your shoes off before you go. Yeah, leave God at the door. God can't come in. and eh, we're not having any God. Nah, eh, God, not here. It's like, are you, are you kidding? <laughs> this is this is some sort of crazy joke, right? So, that's for the believers. Then there's, then there are some good meaning folk who are horribly horribly misguided we'll think it's a good thing because this way there's no religion involved because you know we've done I I hate to say it but we we're not perfect we've done bad things too and so it's, it's you can understand how people don't like us in the world and well we all have to get along and well you know everybody's trying to do their best so our our pick the religion brothers and sisters We'll all worship God in our own way, in our own little heart, and so we just won't mention it. So it goes that way, you know, because this affects everybody. And
1: well, anyway, Muslim Muslim brothers who's who's misguided, rogue members attacked, but uh, they need to be memorialized too. Get out. With that, I don't think. I mean, it's like that would be like, that and all the people who died in the hands of the Manson family. It would, it would be, it would be similar to including a memorial for Charles Manson at the memorial service for I don't know Sharon Tate or whatever else died in that. You know, it, it doesn't make any sense, but. Right. I mean that's the world we live in, unfortunately. Well, that's why we're here, right? So it's it. Solve those problems. That's it. So what is what is the solution to that problem? What if you were if you were Mayor Bloomberg and you were sitting in uh, in your office in what is it, the Gracie Mansion? Yeah, you know I, don't an, I don't think you got got an office but yeah, that's okay. Sure. Yeah, so that's that's the governor's mansion. Yeah, I mentioned I this. Is Anyway, Probably not. If you were sitting in his office and uh, City Hall wherever, wherever he's at um, and you were confronted with the situation what what would you do? What would I do? Yes. Tell everybody to take off you
0: can't include all the religions
1: or uh, you know
0: Well you know you, you can't have a Ecumenical service, an ecumenical—you know, I, I, things like that. That's a good thing. You know, that's a good question because um, I'm, I'm reminded of, of some of Paul's writings. I think it's Paul. I get them all. I get it all mixed up sometimes, but. responsibility mm-hmm. to speak truth and to say, to tell truth but just as Paul's talking about things that might be okay for me and they're not okay for you and so I I can't I, I'm not going to do them because it may be a stumbling block for you I think you can you can pray earnestly without alienating everybody who has feel will believes different nuances than you. But I absolutely I that's I you know I it's easy to 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 say things like to say, oh yeah. And it reminds me it's the submariners on USS Topeka. Topeka Topeka Topeka. You play like you practice or or Roy Kidd or um Bill Young. You play or, or or Bob Thomas Wurley McKinney, um, um, Vicky McCurry. You play like you practice. You play like you practice. So you practice right, you're going to play right. The submariners, you, you you do these drills every day. So when the when the when the real happens, it's just another day. You you've done it a thousand times. There's no question. Okay. So events like this, because yes, they say, oh, I do this, I do this, I do this. I sincerely hope that I would. I hope I wouldn't wuss out somehow. You know, it was somebody, not too long ago, I was listening to one of the talk programs, and they'd ask President Obama um, if he was a Christian. And and I, I think his answer was something to the effect of, uh, I try to be, or maybe he even said yes. I, I don't. I, I honestly don't really But what struck me was I was reminded of uh, John Strickland and Breck Ellison and old Sunday school teachers who said if if the world try if you were on trial for being a Christian would there be enough evidence to convict you? And I sincerely, with the heart of my heart, hope that no one would ever have to ask me that question who's ever been around me for any length of time because if they if someone has to ask me that question then I am living my life in the wrong way so I sincerely hope that question would never come up so things like like, like that I'm, I'm ashamed that I would even hesitate or say gosh I hope I would but I I hope, yes, if I were in Mayor Bloomberg's position, I'd say, guys, we're having a service. God's coming, he's going to be there anyway, so we may as well acknowledge him. Here we go. Yeah. I
1: think you gotta do it. But I think he probably
0: won't. Well, you know, you're gonna have some, you're gonna have have protesters from all over the place in all kinds of different veins and protesting different things but there will be some christian groups out there that are going to make christians look bad
1: because
0: they'll be out there instead of just (laughs) instead of just going off into the shadows and into the closet and praying like jesus was talking about or like daniel Daniel wasn't public, but he sure wasn't ashamed of it. So he opened up the windows got down on his knees. But instead of that, there will be over on the side with a bullhorn trying to out-shout everybody else so that everybody can see how how, how religious they are and how God needs to be a part of this. And, and it's just going to make everybody go, What? <laughs> Give me a break. And it's just so nonproductive because... That ain't the way to have
1: fun No No it's not And I think think you're right I I think that uh, There will be people out there On both sides of the fence
0: Well why I mean come on This church that's going around Protests at the funerals Of gay soldiers Is that what it is? Of any soldiers Why why did I say gay soldiers?
1: Why they yeah, it's because they're protesting, they're protesting because because America is, you know, dealing with this bull of people of the homosexual persuasion. They uh, that's why soldiers are dying in Iraq and Afghanistan. Cause, is that right? Yeah. I mean, is that what the something something something
0: real stupid? You know. Well, I tell you what. Here's the, here's the thing. I, everybody needs to get off the off the gays and homosexual people because. It's no... It's different. It's a different... I mean... But... It's no... I tell you what. Spend your time... Protesting. The gossiping. The slandering. The little white lies. The people that, that are backbiting. Talking behind your back those are part of the big seven things that God hates according to Proverbs yeah. just like uh, hands that shed innocent blood feet that be swift in running to mischief a heart that devises wicked imaginations, a haughty look a proud stare a lying tongue <laughs> and number seven he that sows discord among the brethren he that bears false witness so you know what Stop stop singling out one group that's doing something. And how come we don't have people out there protesting divorce? Huh? If you if you according to Jesus, according to the Bible, according to Moses, according to God, you get married after you get divorced, you're committing adultery. And you're making the other woman commit adultery. Oh, but, oh, but. You know, oh, but, oh, but. Exactly. You can't pick and choose. And I've, none of it, God doesn't want any wrongdoing under any circumstances. But get off your high horse just because somebody's doing one thing. Now, I don't like the whole agenda behind behind the, the, the way the pendulum swung and where Heather has two mommies. I don't think so. Let's, we don't need to try to normalize every behavior but get off the it's bad evil bandwagon for one thing because there's a whole lot more that a whole lot more people are committing and doing every single day two wrongs don't make a right but let's just no no it doesn't mercy
1: well you know I, I think you're right I think that we focus on uh, on one group on the protesters and who are gonna be out there I'm sure and these ceremonies that we Oh, going. you know
0: there's gonna be some coup Christian group out there with a bullhorn and they're going and it's just gonna
1: screw everything else up. Huh?
0: Yeah, you know, I mean forget it once again, it's not about it won't be about memorializing the people. And coming to get pulling together as a country, it's somebody else looking for for. I was going to say for attention, but you know what? The truth is, a lot of those people are are really well meaning. They think they're doing. Oh, think something good. The right
1: thing. When in reality,
0: I mean, they're not.
1: Yeah. And 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 you mentioned. You mentioned divorce as an issue. Well, uh, I mean, the divorce rate within the church is much, you know, is, is, is equal to the divorce rate outside of the church, and, and more often than not, we as a members of a church, or any church, would, would find ourselves complaining, talking about homosexuality, and the liberalness of the government, and this and that, when... What is more insidious and and eats away slowly at us are the problems within our own body, and we don't address those.
0: You know the church, the the one church. Now I'm saying that I'm saying that awfully definitively. But the one group of people that I've been associated with that work harder as a faith to build family, promote family. Publicly, privately, and it's just, it's part of their responsibility as people and as, as Christians. And that's the Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints. Yeah. They, I remember the, the commercials on TV. Of course, they can get married to seven wives. Not anymore. I mean, they, you know, I mean, they don't. And come on. When did that stop, actually? I mean, really? I don't know. I mean, when did that stop? Because everybody in the Old Testament did. So somewhere between the the, the captivity in Babylon and the New Testament, everybody stopped having multiple wives. That's inter- That's an interesting point. I wonder why and where, when, who. How did that happen? When did it happen? Yeah, probably they were in Babylon and all got. Never mind. <laughs> but. Why, you know, we we need to work harder at building family so it's so sad I mean, divorce is, is just sad how do you you can't you can't stay and then there's always oh I'm getting beat I don't mean it like that but yes there are times when you have to you made a bad choice you're getting injured or you're going to get injured yeah you, okay you need to get, get out but then you know, I know it's so much more complicated than, than that no it's not well you know what I, I, you know you're right I mean it's choose wisely and, and if, if both people are committed to, to the commitment the promises that they made before God now what happens is, listen to me, the authority. What happens is they get equally unyoked, or equal unequally yoked, and one person, one person falls off, and, or they both lose sight, and it it becomes focused more on me and how, you know, it all starts as little stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, she didn't do this. well he did that oh well I love him I love her but over time this happens that happens stressful things come in to start even you know acting externally on you and then well then he did and she did and she did and he did and, and all of a sudden you're at each other's throats and you're torn apart because both of you have taken your eyes off the prize we of you have stop looking and the only way to bring that back is to refocus pray and let God come in and do it because that, that's a good example of what happens when we take over the reins and it's back to Carrie Underwood and Jesus take the wheel Yeah, and I'm letting and you know that's that's really funny because the second line is I'm letting go Jesus take the wheel I'm letting go because as long as we're still steering he ain't got the wheel or he might have the wheel, but you know, I mean, you ever had anybody just do this too? Like a kid, you start going around the corner, and a well-meaning person besides you grabs the wheel because, and it's like, yeah. I, stop! Yeah, you don't let go of that because they, well, we tell Jesus to take the wheel. Got to let go so he can let go. Let God do the natural, so God can do the super. Whoa, who said that? Well, oh, that's right. Know. That was Joe Pollock, Junior. Some, some Joe M. That. Pollock, Junior. Uh, yeah, that's a good website. People ought to check that out. Joey Pollock, Jr. Yeah. Hey, and look, here we are.
1: We're yeah, going around
0: probably. the Final third, point. third, and third out of four speed, or that third out of five. I don't know. I Whatever. Don't well,
1: Mayor Bloomberg is making a mistake, and uh, his place in eternity is probably decided, but can be changed. His his complexity is not irreversible. And neither is yours. Uh, nor mine or anybody else. Because if we turn to God no. everything's gonna be Well, true. yeah, but
0: that's not what I was gonna say. It's because well, what was yesterday? Because just because it's been that way doesn't mean it has to stay that way? What'd you say? No. Don't dwell on what might have been because it still could be. That's oh, <laughs> And that is solving the world's problems in forty five minutes. Now who just who who is the, the wonderful place that's brought this to us this morning? One Touch Publishers. One Touch Publishers. What is One Touch Publishers?
1: One book, one touch, one life.
0: That's a wrap. Ooh, that's bright. Is it that one?